Just drunk my tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode... What number are we on, Katie? You must know this. 79. 79, that's right, because it was 78, and we had all those record puns last week. Mm -hmm. A record number of puns, I think it's safe to say. Um, Anyway, episode 79 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. Spin that tune, Katie. Tune. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Crossword clue, one across, seven letters. Some websites put their best features behind this. P blank blank, W blank blank blank. What do you think it is, Katie? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Okay, cool. It's the same thing I say every week, except I just tried to say it. Is it paywall? The the answer was paywall, correct. You win a, a free lifetime membership of the website. Um, along with everybody else anyway so yeah that's that's what fetch is all about um i can't remember what i normally say in this bit um send your contributions no i do that bit at the end yeah Um, we've only just started oh yeah yeah so anyway don't forget to subscribe to the podcast that's another thing i say at the end isn't it Mm -hmm. um we have no notes this week because no apart from the ones that we've scribbled down on a bit of paper but my raspberry pi that's normally the thing that has our little um, uh, notes gathering um, stuff on there. Um, but that's been pressed into service as a, a watering machine. Um, so more on that a bit later. So we're just kind of winging all of this stuff that I normally sort of have a list of things to read out from. So yeah, if you thought the standard of the podcast was good before then be prepared to be amazed by the quality of this week's episode. Anyway, I know the thing that I do next is to ask Katie, how are you and where are you and what are you doing? I'm fine. I'm here and I'm also drinking tea. And the reason I wasn't listening to you just now was because I was just reading the Parents of Teenagers thread about um, halls of residence and people's experiences of what's happening at the moment with teens. Yeah. Um, So... That's where we are with. That's where we are with youngest with teen, and you might hear him in the background on his electric guitar because that's mainly what he's doing at the moment is um, trying to learn um, electric guitar pieces from well-known songs. One of which is Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one that he's been doing? Um, he's been doing a bit of Jimi Hendrix. I forget yeah. the actual name of the song. There he goes. And yeah, it's still going. Anyway, so we get we get lots of little snippets of famous songs, yeah, coming through the the ceiling until, like they with some sort of guitar screech, they come to a halt. Yeah, and then he's on to playing something else. So. Yeah, and then sometimes footsteps come downstairs so he can collect more food. Yeah. Um. Hungry anyway, rag. what have you been up to this week? Well, Katie. Mm. Um. So I think this was my. Fifth week in a row. Oh, there's two pigeons and one of them's trying to jump over the other one, but you can't quite make it on the... on the. Oh, there's three. Oh, my word. I've never seen such... Are they playing leapfrog? They appear to be trying to, except mm-hmm. one of them doesn't seem quite so keen as the others. Okay. Um, anyway, what have I been up to? This is my, I think, fifth week in a row of managing 20 plus miles. Um, so I'm pretty chuffed with that. Um I tell a lie, it's my sixth week of doing it, so go me. So um, my 
standard fare is to just do um, one sort of threshold run, which at the moment is five miles, one mile warm up and then four miles going at it. Um, and that's just getting a little bit quicker each time I do it, which is nice. So I'm going to keep going with that regime until I get bored of it or until I stop getting a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, I've got one sort of AN other run where I just sort of go out and, and run at a sort of chilled out kind of pace. Um, and then I've got my long run, which this week was my sheepy shuffle. Yes. So it's a half marathon, um, all in aid of the lovely sheep at the Mirkwood Rest Home for Retired Sheep, which you long-time listeners of the podcast will know about from two episodes ago when we featured That's not uh, really long-time known. listeners, is it? Even recent listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a fair shout. Anyway, so I'm I'm awaiting my medal, and I did 13.28 miles. I rounded it up a little bit just to because uh, the number 28 is a special number um, yeah. for the for the sheep. Um, but I did a little report as well. So should we have a quick listen to that now, and yeah. then come back to talking about you? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, good morning, Fetchies. It's seven o'clock on Saturday morning, and you're listening to the sounds of me sitting on the sofa next to our very own sheepy kind of dog, Stephen. Um, I'm getting ready to go out and run a half marathon this morning, um, and I'm doing so um, as my sheepy shuffle. So a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, we featured Jovial Gnome, who uh, looks after the Mirkwood Retirement Home for Elderly Sheep. I forget the exact name, sorry. Jovial gnome, um, but he looks after lots of lovely uh, elderly sheep who would otherwise be uh, destined to a, a not so nice fate. So he looks after them, and gives them a lovely time in their later years. Um, so um, this is a virtual race that we're doing on behalf of, of Jovial gnome and his sheep. And um, uh, yes, yeah, so I paid I think about twelve pounds fifty. I've seen the medals that you get already, and they look amazing. Um, I think he's sold out, um, which is really good news. I don't know whether or not um, there'll be more sheepy shuffles or, or other uh, sheep-based challenges to come in the future, but um, uh, wish me luck. I'm off now. Um, but luckily, I'm really happy that the wind has dropped off. Um, it was pretty pretty windy yesterday, um, but it seems a lot stiller out there this morning. In fact, it looks like a lovely morning. Um, so... I've got a little route planned. I'm hoping to take in a couple of fields of sheep as part of my route. That would be nice. Um, they're usually there. There's a certain lane that I like to run along where you can see them. And quite often they are um, shouting at me and I shout back at them. Um, so I'll try and stop there and do another little recording. All right, see you later. Well, I don't know about you, Fetchies, but I'm on the absolute edge of my seat to know whether uh, Ian succeeds. Uh, but let's carry on listening and find out. Hello again, everybody. Well, I'm back and much more tired than when I spoke to you last. Um, so I meant to do a little recording whilst I was out on the run, um, but I just sort of couldn't get my head around stopping and, and losing the momentum that I had at the time. So I did my route to include a, a field where there are usually sheep, and I was quite surprised to see that there were no sheep in that field. And I had this sort of little sad moment, imagine that they'd been carted off for someone's breakfast somewhere. Um, but um, as I... How often have you had lamb for breakfast? How often have I had lamb for breakfast? Um, 
rarely but you know i you know i fully acknowledge that i'm you know not as worldly traveled as i as i perhaps might and i'm sure it is a is a common thing somewhere anyway um the good news was is that as i looked over my shoulder as i left the fieldy area um i saw that they were just stood somewhere else just all looking at me so um that was good news um and the run itself was um first sort of Katie's opening an ice cream and it's uh about quarter to ten in the morning so um you're gonna write okay um yeah talking about strange breakfasts there's a bit of chocolate on the floor don't stand on that with you um so the first four and a bit miles went pretty quickly um and then the sort of thing started to drag a little bit but um I kept giving myself a talking to and ended up um, having to just do a little lap around the park, which I didn't really feel like doing towards the end, just to make sure I got the distance before I got home. Um, And that meant I was going to be slightly over. So I actually ran 13.28 miles um, because I know that 28 um, is a special number that features on the medals. And I think from memory, it's the number of sheep that... Jovial Gnome has saved um, since he uh, began his venture. So um, Katie's about to blend her ice cream now. So, no, I won't do it until you're done. Oh, thank you very much. Um, so I'll sign off and uh, back to me in the studio. Bye. Well, thanks, me. Um, and uh, yeah, the thing that I noticed was just how wheezy I sounded before, did... a- before and after, actually. You did sound... In fact, that's interesting because... When I was listening to you record the after bit, I was thinking that you sounded wheezy yeah. on the day, but listening to your before piece, you sound quite wheezy anyway. Yeah. There's like a, as you breathe in, it's like an accordion. Yeah. Do I mean an accordion? <laughs> <laughs> do I mean an accordion? Um, no, what do I mean? Harmonica? No, no, that's harmonica uh-huh. is a, the, the thing that you have at your mouth, isn't it? Yeah. An Bang accordion pipes. is the thing that you like a squeeze box thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely sounded wheezy. That's what I can mm. tell you for certain. Uh-huh. I think the night before was the night where I had really bad um, hay fever, wasn't it? Mm. Well, you also had it the night after as well, because you, you. I remember thinking, I wonder if he's bad because his run. Yeah. And that evening we went out, didn't we, as well to yeah, our neighbours, so... and you were still sniffly, sniffly. Yeah, so hopefully it was just a, yeah, I think it pretty much was just a hay fever just yeah. getting to me. Yeah. Um, but luckily that's subsided quite a bit now, so that's yes. good. good. Um, yeah, good run. Um, I really enjoyed it, looking forward to my medal. How about Exciting. you? Well, I had a very, um, quite, a very quite, a very quite restful week um, because... Were you playing your accordion run? <laughs> I was playing my, no, I wasn't. Um, I was being careful because I was feeling all stiff and achy and paranoid and in particular my right shoulder was playing up and I just feel like an ancient being, like something that's been mummified for a while and is trying to move again. Um, So could be hormonal, could be that, could just be work. I had an interesting talk with, um, so I I booked a consultation today with a, a physio colleague of mine in Bedford and um, before we started talking about the problem of my 
neck and shoulder at the moment. Um, we had a little kind of chat about how we're finding the new way and we both agreed that we're doing half the number of patients that we normally would and feeling twice as tired as we normally would and both feeling quite emotional about it all um, and also slightly having a bit of a grieving process going on for the jobs that we had um, and the new way of, of being a physio is something that we've got to accept and get on with and we're trying to do that but um, so that was quite interesting to speak to a colleague I don't get to, to, to talk to colleagues very much in this way so it was really nice to talk to her um, but anyway so I had a quiet week exercise wise mm -hmm. I did one two mile run walk in the entire week I did one swim although it was an epic two and a half miler so that was very yeah. good um, I did four yogas and I'm, I've written down on my my brief notes here work I did work because that's that's part of it at the moment yeah. it's a lot of physical activity what with the cleaning um, and the actual treatments that I do is fairly physical so um, I think I'm doing all right really all things yeah, considered you um, you've got two weeks now to your your big swim less than two weeks yeah yeah, so the two and a half miles went really well on Saturday. It was better than expected. It was steady slash slow paced, but I'm I'm fine with that. Um, this event that we're doing is not a race. It's it's an event. It's an experience. It's swimming across Coniston, so it's it is more of an experience than it is any kind of trying to do it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that, so that's how I'm training for it really. Um, and I've actually just been to the lake now and had another swim and um, there were only about eight of us going into the, the bigger lake at Box End um, and there was a guy who was, we were sort of crossing over with each other because he was doing butterfly and uh, which is quite unusual to see in, in the lake, you very rarely see butterfly happening mm. and he was doing um, intervals of um, 100 metres which is between the boys in the in the boat lake and then stopping and having a little rest. Um, so that was quite interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I think I'm doing all right and um, just getting on with it really now. And sort of, it's all just maintenance until we do the, and do the event really. And then hopefully I'll yeah. be able to bring back a bit more running and then the open water season will start to sort of wind down, which is a bit of a scary thought. Yeah, do you think they might extend it this year because of anything because they you know they, they're keen to keep the money flowing in and it seems that swimming is one of the activities that can go on so maybe it will all come down to their insurance and their and yeah. the water temperature i think because their insurance is only valid about uh, above a certain degrees of water temperature oh, okay. um so it will depend how that drops i think they normally just cut off at first of october because they know that shortly after that things are going to drop down below i think it's like 13 yeah. or 14 degrees of water temp so um that yeah. would be lovely if they did extend it yeah or had a special like winter contract thing like winter yeah. insurance for specific swimmers like you or yes. even just for you yeah absolutely i mean with the best will in the world i won't be able to do 
training as such through the winter it'll just be cold water swimming which is more of a dip than an than an anything mm. for me at least yeah i suppose you can do um, that in the river can't you yeah i can do that in the river yeah. and um, were the conditions on your epic swim um any use in terms of preparing you for what coniston has in store yeah. with wind and chop there was a bit of wind and so that caused the um the bottom corner of the lake to be a little bit choppy and, and swimming across sort of the last bit uh, was a bit choppy and that's good I, I like that I like feeling that bounce um it, it does make me feel a little bit dizzy just a tiny mm. bit dizzy um but that's it's kind of good to experience it and carry on swimming and cope with it um the thing with box end which is going to be different again is that obviously we're we're swimming in big laps, big circles. And so even when it's really windy, you have a bit of the lake that's nice and a mm. bit of the lake that's choppy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're going to be swimming one way, one direction um, in Coniston from, from one point to one point. So if it's choppy in our faces, it's going to be choppy in our faces for <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Um, Try and get behind someone with a very tall hat. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there will be someone. Do they do swimming top hats? I'm I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, love. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Say it's um, true, Katie. Say it's true. I'm sure it is true. Um, And and I've I've made myself take my wetsuit off today at the end of my swim and get back in the water and do a little bit of skin swimming as well, just just to remind myself that it's not all about being in a lovely floaty piece of neoprene all the time. Because um, I need to get back If only life was so simple. If only it was. So that's that. That's me. Yeah. Cool. So shall we, shall we carry on with the rest of the podcast then? Yeah. All right then. All right, then. Well, this is part of the podcast. It is. Yeah, it? So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, so normally we like have a look for comments from users, but and, um, and normally we write these down in our. You've got some of you. I've so written what, some down. What have you got? Well, you I've got? got the explanation of gingers is indeed um, a misspelling from one of the threads. There was a little bit of discussion about which thread. Um, was it the 700 thread? I'm not sure. Mm. There was something about the alphabet, maybe. But we don't know. But it was definitely a misspelling somewhere and has become a, a thing of legend. So yeah. gingers crossed everybody. I'm wondering if it's the change one letter thread where you can either add or remove a letter from a word or change one letter from a word to make another word and well, it seems to have been be, a while. that's not really a misspelling is it no not as such unless someone meant to type fingers and they didn't true or fingers fingers yeah. um so anyway yeah so that's good we were a little bit clearer on that one um and I just wanted to mention that if you want the badge for the podcast and you haven't got your podcast badge yet, it's episode 56 that you need to go and listen to. Yeah. Although if you tap the right people up on the, the podcast thread, they'll they'll F-mail you the password. I've, I've, heard, oh, I've really? heard tell of that sort of thing going oh. on. So, um, yeah. Um, cool. And uh, as I said earlier, lots of puns about... 78s as in records 78s and lots of people laughing out loud apparently about pointy bits on owls so yeah. i'm glad to have been of service to you there that's good i laughed out loud when you said it indeed so. um and we had an exciting moment with a heron this week didn't we we didn't we just we do you, were, we do you were, want to tell the listeners uh, katie i do want to tell them so um if anyone's seen my my blog on um treasure hunt blog for july 
there's a picture there of a really beautiful heron standing in a nearby weir and I was wanting him to get on with it and fly so I could take a picture of him in flight and uh, that didn't actually happen and if you were fooled by the picture in my my blog saying that it did happen then um, you need to go to Specsavers or some such um, but anyway I digress we've we spotted him again in the same place and there he was standing around in the weir uh, or she don't know and suddenly they pecked down into the weir didn't they and came yeah. up with a, a fish in their beak Ooh, they went <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember hearing the sound but I, it was Aww. Okay, yeah, I remember it now. Okay. Now, you, now you mention it, um, it was like the, the I've only ever seen herons do a small number of things. Like they stand there, <laughs> yes, standing, or, tick. or they fly away. Yes, if we've got too close, tick, and that's it. And that's all they've done. We've never seen one actually get down to catch a fish. Mm. And I sort of had it in my head that the way that they would do that was that they would somehow like do this kind of duck dive into the water and, and emerge yeah and maybe they do that but this one seemed to just pick this fish up from around its toes so it yeah. didn't actually take its feet off the ground it just sort of went straight down like you said yeah so but it was it was amazing and we so watched my... it chew didn't we yeah <laughs> every now and again i thought i saw one of the fish's feet dangling out of the back mm. um but then it wasn't, no. was it? No. no, it wasn't. So that, that's extended my list of heron behaviours that yeah. I've observed. I look like forward to adding more to my list. Lovely. Would you like to talk about your sight features? Would I? Um, so uh, this week we've done uh, our face masks. So I think I put them live last Monday and gave you lot a week to uh, come forward and place your orders. And um, talking to the people at Ron Hill Specials, um, they said in hindsight that they would have been more than happy with 50 to 100 orders. Um, and I've just, so I closed the, the order at 10 a.m. this morning and sent them the final numbers. And I'm pleased to say that um, it was over 280 that we actually ordered. So hopefully that's going to go uh, a good way towards paying some machinists wages and, and keeping Ron Hill specials in business for at least a bit longer and yeah, that's great. Um, yeah if you are buying any kit for your club or anything like that it's worth uh, thinking about them as a possible yeah. option um, but they were I know they've been really massively pleased with the amount of uh, stuff that we've ordered from them so yeah um, and you guys have been pretty awesome at, at chucking a, an extra quid or so in here and there on top. So there's been a little bit to go into the fetch coffers as well. So I'll get some premium hamster food <laughs> to uh, to sort out the server hamster. Yeah. So thanks very much, everybody. So, yeah, thank uh, you. Well done, Fetchies. That's good, good stuff. That was masks. Um, I've also been working on some 10K stats. Um I thought it's about time I try and have a look at some data and try and pull some cool stuff off of off of that. Um, so I spent pretty much all of Friday, I think, just looking through 10K stats and trying to divine some interesting information. So um, I think what I'm going to do is to include that in 
um, some scheduled weekly newsletters that I'm going to send out. So keep an eye out for those. Um, but that's what I've been up to. Um, did I mention the Who Squares Wins sharing graphic this time last week? I think I may have done. Come on, Katie, you must I remember, can't remember everything. I don't know. No. Okay. Anyway, if you share your Who Squares Wins match on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you get a nice graphic that illustrates uh, how your match is. So do please do that. Um, that would be awesome. Um, and that's about it. That's all I want to talk about with my my site features. Very good. Well, yeah. I was I wanted to highlight um, a blog, and the blog is by Funky Pom, and it is his Ocho blog. So we did explain to you, it's, so it's related to Who Squares Wins, and it's to do with, in one particular square, you have to log running, swimming, cycling, and cross-training. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Funky Pom has done this, and it wasn't as straightforward as he was hoping, So, um, but it's a great blog. And at the same time, he was in a Who Squares Wins um, match and I believe in the multiplayer as well, down at the last four. Is that, um, could that be right? I don't think we're down to the last four. Let oh. me just check where we are. So He was uh, fourth. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. The good news is, is that he's still in it. There are now 16 players left. So okay. he was in the last 32 okay. at that point. But yeah. he's still going strong. Come yeah. on the palm. Anyway, it's a good blog and it does feature lots of photos of him doing his uh, swimming and some lovely sunrise pictures and also his Who Squares Wins graphic, I think, as well. So it kind yeah. of relates to your site feature. Sweet. So all good. So that's my um, my recommendation this week. Okay. And I wanted to... This is a properly niche thread, um, but it is the Pi Club thread. That's P-I space club. And uh, this is for people who like messing about with Raspberry Pis. So I've just done a blog this morning detailing how I've been messing about with my Raspberry Pi over the weekend. I've been building an automatic watering system. So there's a little 10 second video on there that shows um, the Pi controlling a little pump that uh, sends water down a tube to a would-be plant. I haven't even got the plant yet, I just wanted to get the, the system working. Um, and so the Pi Club is for anybody who likes to fool about with electronics, robotics, whatever. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. So if that's your bag, come and join in. Excellent. We've got something very exciting, haven't we now? We have got something very exciting, yeah. And um, apparently, and I'm just looking at the musicians thread, Fetch Musicians, and um, they're very excited on there as well because we're about to reveal something, aren't we? Yeah, so here's the question. Do we do the, the making of um contribution from ed j first or do we play the song first i think we should play the song first because you can enjoy the song and then we can get the background yeah okay that's a good idea i like the sound of that they're calling it christmas christmas day on the musician's thread oh <laughs> yeah so um i'm very pleased to announce the um the world premiere of the Fetch Band's cover of the London Marathon theme tune. So there's no London Marathon this year, sadly, but without further ado, here we go. The world premiere of the Fetch Band's cover of the London Marathon theme tune, The Trap.
right at the beginning and then a massive batch of them right at the end as well very good yeah that was really awesome i was watching the uh, because i was playing it on my computer i could see the like the waveform yeah and i could see the bits where it was coming up like where you could see it building towards the crescendo and then Aww. getting back quieter again and then some more noisy bits just brilliant um but yeah it was great yeah. really enjoyed it so Love thank it. you very much so i'm i will put that as a, a separate entity as well um mm. somewhere i think i'll put the um the mp3 somewhere on the on the site and mm. upload the video to youtube as well because there is a video that's exciting in the style of a sort of virtual zoom call mm. um so i've got that the video from ed j as well brilliant um, massive thank you to ed j and all the fetch musicians amazing really yeah. amazing that was brilliant work um so shall we have a listen to the the making of now? yes let's do that okay hello fetchies it's ed j here I wanted to introduce and tell you a little bit more about the Fetch Band, which hopefully you'll get the chance to hear very soon. When I'm not running or working or sleeping or eating, I normally spend quite a lot of my time doing music. I sing in a couple of choirs, I play keyboard in a barn dance band, and just as lockdown started, was in the middle of rehearsals for a performance of Chicago, where I was playing the piano in the band. And although I can play the piano on my own at home, music, like various other things in life, such as running or cycling or swimming, it's often much more fun when you can do it with other people. So I put a note on the Fetch Musicians Forum, which had been started by Runny Bunny a couple of years ago, asking if anyone was up for recording a virtual piece of music together. This got an encouraging response, and before long we'd agreed on a piece to tackle and had the makings of a band. They included flutes, saxophones, pianos, oboe, viola, cello, bass, recorder, harp, guitar, and assorted percussion. First job was to arrange the piece of music for our slightly eclectic mix of players. I found an orchestral arrangement and started chopping things around a bit, rejigging the brass section for our selection of saxophones, turning a glockenspiel into a piano, adding a guitar part and a second piano and a harp, and trying to pitch stuff to be not too hard for the different levels, as we had a mix of relative beginner to semi-professional. I then recorded this as a backing track for people to listen to over headphones while they played, to ensure everything would be in time. I also printed out various separate music parts for people to play from, so at the start of June, sent out about 20 F-mails with people's music, a link to the backing track and a link for them to upload their recordings. There were some good supportive discussions on the forum as people had a few wobbles about not being good enough. 
And we compared it to turning up for a race where you feel you haven't really trained as well as you should and everyone else looks so much fitter and they've all got really flash looking trainers and you worry about being too slow and making everyone wait. Then in reality, you actually start getting into the race, have a bit of banter with the other runners and the marshals, realise you're not the slowest and even if you were, nobody would mind and end up quite enjoying it. When I came to record my bits, I realised what everyone else had been going through. I'm happy playing live in front of hundreds of people, but being faced by a camera and a microphone was absolutely terrifying. As the various recordings came in over the next month or so, I gradually replaced each of the individual synthesised track with real recordings. Some of these dropped straight in, others needed a bit of tidying up. The main issue is getting the timings to line up. When you're playing in a group live, you can listen to each other and let the speed flex and have the odd pause of breathing. And I think some people found it quite hard to stick precisely to the backing track. So I had to do a lot of dragging notes backwards and forwards so we were more or less together. I also corrected the odd bum note, either by just shifting it electronically or borrowing a good note or phrase from somewhere else. And it was then a case of adjusting everyone's place in the stereo mix and balancing the levels so nobody was drowned or sticking out too much. And the last thing I did was edit the video together. This was a bit painful as my video editing software only allows one picture in picture at a time. So I had to build it up layer by layer and hope I didn't make any mistakes as it would mean starting all over again. Hopefully you'll get a chance to watch the video as well as I think the music does sound better with the pictures. If you do, look out for Winnie Free's dog deciding it's had enough of the saxophones, the years of get out the doors cat right near the end, me showing a complete lack of professionalism by getting up and walking off before anyone else had finished, and Marmite's thumbs up right at the end. I'm not going to lie, this has taken hours and hours and hours to do, but it's been worth it to hear that people have enjoyed it, and it's gotten some people playing for the first time in ages. It's also been a real team effort though, and I know people put a lot of time into practising and recording, and in some cases really went out of their comfort zone. As you would expect, there was lots of support and encouragement on the forum, and I'm very grateful for people being patient with me as I got distracted by various work crises. So a huge thank you to Alice the Camel, Garfield, Runny Bunny, Ancient Red, Marmite, Gimme Medals, Winnie Free, Susie Sue H, Pop Hunter, Captain S, Vancouver Jogger, Louise Runs, Panad, SPR and Get Out the Door. And I'll leave you with some words that Captain S posted on the forum. I've only heard him play the drums, not his voice, so I've no idea what he sounds like. But he says, I'm loving this project. I think it sums up the true spirit of Fetch. A group of random strangers off the internet who get together for a run, or in this case to play some music. It doesn't matter how good you are, everyone's welcome. We hope you enjoy listening. That's, that was just lovely and, and really touching as well. And um happy to have just provided the environment where you guys can all meet up with each other and, and do stuff like this. Um, my confession is that Ed asked me whether or not I would do a little bit for the the start of just me humming along. Um, so just the even the most basic sort of musical contribution. Um, and I'm one of those people who finds it really difficult to do any kind of musical performance or any kind of performance, really. Yeah. Um, so Ed very kindly excused me with, with the the best grace imaginable. Um, but to hear about everybody else going out of their comfort zones to produce it has made me feel like <laughs> I should wow. have tried my best. I should have tried to do it. But... Well, Mr. Fetch, there's talk of another song <laughs> oh, of the Fetch musicians. 
yeah. thread. So, you know. Yeah, I should have saved that speech for after they've done the next practicing, song. Stop practicing. Stop practicing. Maybe you could get a xylophone. Yeah. I could just about do that Ruth Maddock thing from Heidi High, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's not... It's not... No. So, like, junior school, Mrs. Betts was calling the kids in to sing for her in front of the piano mm. one at a time Yeah. Um, for the Eisteddfod Choir. Mm. Um, and I went in and I sang and she said, it's okay and you can, you can go back to class now. And that was the last I ever heard of it. Well, that's really quite nice in a way. I mean, it's not nice to be told that you're not going to be able to sing, but she said, she said it quite kindly to you. Yeah. I mean, when I had it happen, we were lined up in a row and we had to sing Away in a Manger. And our teacher walked in, in front of us. Punching you. <laughs> and saying, you will be uh, only moving your lips. You won't be singing. Blimey. Yeah. Yeah. And I was told to not, in actual fact, use my voice at all. So that's that's where my hang-ups of singing come from. It's disgraceful. It shouldn't yeah. be allowed. But there and, we go. Si- and it is similar to running in that we, we sometimes feel that we're not good enough or that if you yes. don't achieve a certain thing or whatever, but it is just about a way of expressing yourself or a way of exercising. It's It's all of those things. Yeah. Um, and we all have some sort of hang-ups from the way that we were taught in school or talked down to in school by teachers who perhaps didn't realise what they were doing was going to set you in motion for something for the next, you know, seven or eight decades. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so massive well done to everybody yeah, we who, who got involved it. and to Ed for pulling it all together as well. So yeah, thank you. Fantastic, thank you. So what are you up to this week then? Right then, <laughs> we're back to this Moving bit. on. Um, so I would be more than happy with just another 20 plus mile week. If I can do that, I'd get over 100 miles for the month, which is not something I've done for a very long time. I think it was marathon training in um, summer 2018 was the last time I'd had a 100 mile month. And I think I've only had about 12 or 15 of those in the entire time that I've been running. So... Um, it feels like a real good streak at the moment. So no sudden movements, just trying to sort of maintain that for now. And Maintaining, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the gist of it, really. What about you? Um, well, I'm kind of just maintenance now until Coniston, I guess, really. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at my monthly totals, and um, I've actually got, had a really good August um, comparison to other years so um, last year was a 6.2 mile swimming total and this year is double that 12.1 Sweet. so um, that's all good I didn't quite achieve my goal of um, uh, beating every month's <laughs> swimming total uh, in fact I really really failed some of that was down to my back and some of it was down to lockdown um, but yeah, I think if I can just maintain and get some treatment on my, my neck and shoulder and um, get through this week doing a little bit more running than last week, I'd like that. That would be nice. Mm. Then we'll see what, we'll see how it goes anyway. I need to dash off, so I'm going to leave you to finish okay. and wind up. Well, I'm going to spare the usual stuff. Um, and that is thanks very much for listening, everybody. Um, and send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. We love getting them. Um, 
this week's was a proper special one. So thanks again to everybody involved with that. Um, and we'll do our best to keep things rocking and rolling here. And we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.